Thank you, Jesus. You know what praise does? Praise takes you to God. And worship brings God to you. How cool is that? Amen. I'm no longer a slave to fear. I am a child. Sing it. Sing the lyrics. I'm no longer a slave to fear. I am a child. One more time. Sing it. All those online. I'm no longer a slave to fear. I am a child of God. The Bible says God has not given us the spirit of fear, but of power, of love, and of sound mind. Let us pray, shall we? Our Heavenly Father, we thank you for the time we have in your presence. Thank you for starting well with us today. We pray that you will end well with us. Thank you for every life here. Thank you for all those online worshiping. We are not here to entertain self. We are here to encounter you. You are the one who makes the difference. You are the one who touches lives. So, Father, we pray that in the brevity of the time we have with your word, you will touch our lives. One word from heaven is enough to terminate the struggles of humanity. So, I pray that, Lord, you will use these vocal cords to speak, not using enticing words of man's wisdom. But, God, you will be glorified. We come against every hindering force. And anything that will seek to derail our focus. We pray that this word will come from the divine throne perspective. And will bless our hearts. Will fall on good ground. And that this word will bring forth fruit with patience. In the glorious and mighty name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Somebody said amen. Put your hands together for the Lord. Put your hands together for the Lord. Hallelujah. Some of you are so timid. When I see how you play, you put your hands together when Arsenal is playing West Ham. And then when you come to church and they say, put your hands together for the Lord. Somebody put your hands together and give God some praise. Give God some praise in the house. Hallelujah. You know, when the, we are those who are supposed to be making noise. The Bible said, make a joyful noise in the Lord. In the house of God, there is fullness of joy in his presence. Hallelujah. When peace like a river attended my way. When sorrows like sea billows roll, whatever my Lord now has taught me to say, it is well 
somebody sing this prophetically over your life, over your family, over your ministry, over your household. When peace like a river attended my way. When sorrows like sea billows roll. Whatever my Lord Thou hast taught me to say It is well It is well It is well with our soul Amen you know, I was I was sharing with a, a, a prisoner um, last week or the week before. I'm going back to meet this guy next week. He killed someone. He's ended in prison, and he asked for me to come and see him. And he sat with me. I was looking at him in the face, and he asked me, "Will God forgive me?" Long story short, at the end of the meeting, he said something to me that is living with me. He said, Pastor, I thank you for coming to spend time with me. Because people like me, people don't have time for. But with all your busy schedule, you will make time and come and see somebody like me. I like to say thank you. I want to spend my life with people like that. Whatever my Lord Thou hast taught me to say It is well It is well with There is no sin that is so deep that Jesus can't take us out from. I encourage you, but I said to you, how, how do you feel after this meeting? Suddenly, the guy feels alive. How many of you know that there is power in this gospel? There is power in it. There is no other gospel. The Bible says, anyone who preaches any other gospel other than the gospel to which for which we have been given, let him be accursed. The gospel that Jesus Christ himself shed his blood for on Calvary cross, cross. you are coming to play politics with that gospel? Do you know that it is appointed unto man once to die and after that judgment? Do you know that one day your grave will become your kitchen, your bedroom, your living room, and your everything? May we live this life of Christianity well and may we walk in integrity. I want to share one verse principally with you today from Matthew chapter 5 and verse 8. The New International Version says, Blessed are the pure in heart, for they will see God. Blessed 
are the pure in heart. For they, can I hear somebody say they? There's no ambiguity about that. It's very specific. It zooms in on who will see God. He said, those with purity of heart. Those people, number one, they will be blessed. And number two, they will see God. I want you to write this down. Our reward for faithful service is Jesus himself. Oh yes, one day we shall see him. One day we shall see him. When the trumpet of the Lord shall sound and time shall be no more. When the morning breaks eternal bright and fair. When the saved of earth shall gather over on the other shore. When the roll is called up yonder, I'll be there. When the roll is called up yonder. When the roll is called up yonder. When the roll is called up yonder. When the roll is called up yonder, I'll be there. Oh, when the roll, when the roll is called up yonder. When the roll is called up yonder. When the roll is called up yonder. When the roll is called up yonder, I'll be there. Pastor Claudette, we will, we will be, we, we will arise, we will be called, there will be roll, there will be register, and then I'll stand up. Claudette! Scott! And then they will be playing your life in your face. This is what you did. The video is playing. When the roll is called up yonder, when the road, you can't hide. It will be played right before you. And then the scripture will come alive. Blessed are the pure in heart. They will see God. If you qualified, you will see him. And if you don't qualify, they will send you somewhere. Can I hear someone say somewhere? May you not be somewhere. May you end up in the hands of Jesus. I said, may you not be somewhere. May you end up in the hands of Jesus. Hallelujah. Blessed are the pure in heart. They will see God. If you want to see God, it's inextricably linked to purity of heart. And purity of heart is synonymous with integrity. It's synonymous with blameless. And I'll show you and pick some examples from scripture. You experience God at the mountaintop, but you really know God in the valley. And when you know God in the valley, his values becomes your. I've never seen a Christian professed generation that detests Christian values like our generation. It's shocking. That somebody would call himself a Christian and there's nothing Christian about him. 
Listen, let's stop deceiving ourselves. We shall stand before a holy God and we shall give an account of what we did with our lives. It's not the show. It's not the show. Integrity is a mathematical term that comes from the word integer. It's, it's, it's wholeness. It's one. It's sincerity. It's authenticity. Genuineness. You are not different at work, different in church, different in the choir, different in the office, different on the train. It's one. When the pastor is not here, when your leader in the cell is not there, when your wife is not there, how do you live? Different? Integrity means one. Can I hear somebody say one? My wife doesn't know me different as a pastor to different as a husband to different as a father to different as a... No, no, no. If the behavior is one. The, the integrity of the upright shall sustain them. Integrity, one. We are called... The heart is one. You don't have one heart here, one heart here, another heart here. It's only one heart. When that heart is gone, you are finished. And God today is challenging you to come pure in your heart. If heaven was to put a spiritual microscope on your heart right now, what will God see? Hatred, enmity, jealousy, unforgiveness. You think you are hiding from God? Blessed are the pure in heart. For they, can I hear somebody say they? They will see God. I pray in the name of Jesus Christ that today, as you are hearing God's word, may anything that is holding you from integrity break in the name of Jesus Christ. Do you really want to be married to somebody two lives? Do you want a leader with two lives? Do you want to be a, a leader with two different lives? I'll show you in scripture. Abraham had one life. David had, with all their mistakes. Integrity does not mean perfection. It just means that you are choosing God's path. And as you choose God's path, the difficulties on the path can sometimes make you fall. That's why sin is in different levels. Sin, you have three levels of sin. The first level of sin is error. Mistakes that you make. You recognize the mistake and you rectify them. That's why the Bible says, if, says if, we have, if we say we have no sin in us, we call ourselves a liar. And the truth is not in us. The next level of sin is temptation. Every one of us, Jesus himself was tempted. The highest level of sin is iniquity. Iniquity is when you repent and you go back and you repent. You know that kind of thing. You come, they pray for you, and then you go back into that thing. It's like you vomited and you go and eat the vomit again. Ah, isn't it? That's exactly what iniquity is. And the Bible says, your iniquities have separated you from God. Oh, iniquity advertises pleasure, but it delivers disaster. 
Don't deceive yourself. You can ask Samson. Samson was a king. He was a judge. Judges chapter 50, I think verse 20, the last verse. He ruled over about 20 years. A king. Now came and went after a harlot. The grace departed. Can I hear somebody say integrity? The grace departed. We serve a holy God. Don't mess around with God. Are you with me? The church of God is the institution that Jesus himself gave his life for. We can't play with that. You've got to get into a pattern of intentionally intentional circumcision of the heart. Let me tell you this. When you wake up in the morning, the proclivity to do the good, the right thing is not there. The Bible says man's heart is deceitful and desperately. Can I hear somebody say desperately? It's desperately wicked. Who shall know it? We, the, the body, this flesh, has an attraction for evil. But you and I have been delivered from it. And we've got to walk in that deliverance. Intentionally. Otherwise, we are moving forward, but we are always looking back. How can you be driving with a reverse mirror? Why are you going? That's why studying the word has to be a priority. Your Western, how is your devotional life like? The purity of heart begins with reading of God's word. Reading of God's word gives you knowledge. You don't end at knowledge. The Bible doesn't say read, read the word. Reading does not make you pass examination. It's study that makes you pass examination. You read the newspaper. But when you are studying, you are comprehending certain things. Are you with me? The first level is reading. You read, you get the knowledge, you comprehend, reflect. Then you take that knowledge into application. That's applying the word. It is not the knowledge of the word that gives you breakthrough. It is living out what you have learned that gives you breakthrough. James chapter 1, verse 21. Lay apart filthiness and superfluity of naughtiness and receive with meekness the engrafted word of God which is able to serve your soul. The word is able to serve your soul. But you've got to live and walk in it. What is he talking about? You read the word that says forgive. The heart is telling you, mm. <laughs> Pastor, you don't know what you've done. I don't need to know what you've done. You need to receive grace to obey God's word. Oh, sometimes it's hard. Sometimes it's hard. One of our church partners told me, said, Pastor, I built eight bedroom house in my country. Eight bedroom house. She went on holiday with the family and they told her there's no space in the house for you. She built a house herself with her money. The siblings and the parents have gone to occupy each room in the house. And she went on holiday. They said there is no place 
in the house for me. And pastor, you are preaching forgiveness? That's what the woman was asking me. You know what I said to her? Let them occupy it. You want to reap what you have not sown? Tell your neighbor, leave them in the hands of God. I don't hear you. I said, tell them, leave them in the hands of God. But as for you, have purity of heart. Let me tell you something. Don't touch vengeance. Vengeance is the Lord. The Bible says, vengeance is the Lord's. He will repay. Do you know when you touch something that don't belong? Vengeance belongs to him. When you go and take something what belong, something that don't belong to you, what do they call you? <laughs> you are a thief. What, what, what did you steal? God's vengeance. <laughs> Tell your neighbor, leave them in the hands of God. But as for you, let your heart be pure. Hallelujah. Tell your neighbor, God knows how to deal with your enemies for you. Hallelujah. A.W. Tozer said, there are rare Christians whose very presence inspires others to be better Christians. Which is so true, isn't it? Look at somebody like Abraham. Genesis chapter 17 verse 1. When Abraham was 99 years old, the Lord appeared to Abraham and said to him, I am almighty God. Walk before me and be blameless. Or walk before me in integrity. Proverbs chapter 23, verse 23. Buy the truth and sell it not. It is our generation that is selling the truth. Do you know what it means to sell the truth? You know the truth. But because of certain benefits that you will get, you are compromising and selling the truth. Some of you, because of certain little promotions that you will get, you are compromising and cutting corners. That You are selling the truth. Let me tell you this. The promotion that God didn't give you, you don't need it. Are you with me? Because if God puts you there, he will sustain you there. But if you got there by yourself, you will come down. May the Lord be the lifter of your head. I just prayed over someone. I say, may God be the lifter of your head. In the name of Jesus Christ. I said, in the name of Jesus. May the Lord be the lifter of your head. Psalm 26 verse 11. I love this. David said, said, but as for me. Psalm 26 verse 11 ESV. But as for me, I shall walk in my integrity. Redeem me and be gracious to me. As for me, I will walk in my integrity. On the basis of that, Lord, redeem me. I will show you later the things that integrity will do for you. When you have purity of heart, I'll show you what it will do for you. According to the scriptures. 
May the Lord help us. I said, may the Lord help us. Romans chapter 15 verse 4. For for whatsoever things that were written aforetime were written for our learning that we through patience and the comfort of the scriptures might receive hope. Whatsoever was written aforetime before the scriptures. Those we we are talking about now, at their time, they didn't have the Bible. But we, the Bible says now, through the comfort of scriptures, we will have hope. Jesus Christ, our living hope. Jesus Christ is our living hope. Everything in this book is pointing to one name, Jesus. Somebody say, I love Jesus. What what happens to you when you hear that name? (laughs) What happens to you when you hear that name? Even in the moments of despair, when all hell is breaking loose, when you hear that name, something happens to the human soul. His name is Jesus. I say his name is Jesus. God will help us. I love the prayer Jesus prayed in John 17. You know, John 17 is one of my favorite scriptures in the Bible, my favorite chapters. When Jesus prayed a prayer in verse 3 and 4, he said, Father, I have glorified you on the earth. I have completed the work that you gave me, not the work I gave myself. I will do the work of the master while it is day, for the night comes when no man shall be able to work. Do you know that the time will come, you will be looking to serve God, the opportunity will be gone. That's why he said, now is the time. And if you are here in this church right now and you feel called to serve in any department, I will not wait one day. I will come and see the pastor and I will go into disciple. I will, I will sign up and go and serve. You don't have time. We are all called into different spheres and different sectors with different gifts from God. But all are meant to showcase Jesus. Whether you are a barrister, whether you are a doctor, a teacher, a pastor, whatever you are. God has equipped you with gifts in that place. And Jesus is to be made known through that. That's your ministry. The purpose of the church is to equip the saints for the work of the ministry. So tomorrow will come, you hit the marketplace and you are carrying this grace and anointing into that marketplace. The Lord will help us. The Lord will help us. In the name of Jesus. Oneness, wholeness, integrity. It's very, very important that we... Integrity is doing the right thing when no one is watching. C.S. Lewis projects. C.S. Lewis says, integrity is doing the right thing when no one is watching. I come to choir practice... I'm singing, I'm glorifying God. I'm in the office, I'm glorifying God. The life is consistent just on the stage as when I go home. I'm singing here. Lord, make me pure in heart. Make my heart faithful and true. So when you look at me, it's your righteousness you see. Lord, make me pure in heart. And then you go home, and then you are talking to your husband, talking to you. Keep your mouth shut. But you were just singing in the house of God. You were just singing here. 
You were just, just singing here. Where is your integrity? One life at home, one life in the church, one life when we see you on the, some Christian, when you see them on the train, you'll be shocked you just left church. May that not be you. I say, may that not be you. You see, the characteristics of people who are going to end up in the hands of God is inherent in the purity of heart. When your heart is one, even in the midst of provocation, wisdom will descend. A gentle answer turns away wrath. This year, God will help you. The word that you are hearing today, God will help you. In the mighty name of Jesus. God meets us where we are, not where we pretend to be. You can't fool God. And God really, really loves genuine. God knows you are broken. Why are you in front of him pretending? He knows what is worrying you even before you kneel down to pray. Why are you pretending? He said, before you were formed in your mother's room, we knew you. Tell your neighbor, stop the pretense. And tell your neighbor, be a genuine follower of Christ. In the name of Jesus Christ. I said, in the name of Jesus Christ. Proverbs chapter 29 verse 10. The bloodthirsty hates a person of integrity. And they seek to kill the upright. Do you know why people don't like to walk in integrity? It will cost you something to walk in integrity. Oh yes. It will cost you. But God will give you the grace to sustain you. Whatever the cost, God will help you. It will cost you. You'll be chastised. You'll be misrepresented. You'll be spoken about. That's the price you will pay. Yeah? Look, he said, the bloodthirsty hates the person of integrity. Proverbs 29 verse 10. And seek to kill the upright. Let me tell you, they will try, but they can't kill you. Ah, yeah, yeah. You don't understand what I'm saying. I said they will try, but they can't kill you. Somebody shout, I receive it. Straight again, say, I receive it. I said they will try, but they can't kill you. You can't kill Joseph. You can't kill. There's too much destiny on that guy. You can put him in the pit. He will come out. You put him there. He will come out. You take his coat. He will come out. Because the grace of God is upon him. The integrity of the upright shall sustain them. You can't kill Joseph. Somebody shot at receive. Look, the Bible says they will see the bloodthirsty seek to kill the people of integrity. But the Bible makes me understand who is it who say it and it cometh to pass if the Lord has not spoken. The Bible says, No weapon that is formed against me shall prod them me. No weapon. Isaiah 54, 17. No weapon. Can I hear somebody say no weapon? No. Oh, you are too slow. Says no weapon. No. That is formed against me. Shall prosper. Say every tongue. That rise up against me. Say I condemn it today. 
In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. I condemn that tongue. Let the potency of those words they have spoken against your destiny. Let the potency in those words be void. We strip them of their powers. We strip them of their defenses. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. For they shall surely gather together. But because their gathering is not of the Lord, it shall not work. Somebody shout, it shall not work. Somebody shout, it shall not work. Somebody shout, hallelujah. Hallelujah, somebody. The integrity of their approach shall sustain them. Somebody shout, I will not die. Say it again, I will not die. But I will live to declare the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living. Can you help me? Just stand up for one minute and pray. Just make that declaration. I will not die, but I will live to declare the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living. They shall surely gather together. We scatter them in the name of Jesus. We scatter them in the name of Jesus. Lift up your voice and pray. Take authority in the name of Jesus. 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 Oh yes. Bless your people. Bless your people, oh God. Come through for your people today. In the name of Jesus. Lift up your voice. Call on the name of the Lord. We serve a mighty God. King of kings. Lord of lords. The Alpha. The Omega. The beginning. The end. Jesus will lift it. Hallelujah. Please sit down. Let me finish quickly. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Let me give you four things that integrity will give you. And then we will pray, okay? Number one, integrity guides you. It gives you sound decision making. Let me say this to you. There is no place for self-interest in Christian leadership. You are too small to play with God's church. Are you with me? Do you know that the church Jesus died for is you and I sitting here? And all brothers and sisters around the world. And he's watching over us. He knows my name. And he hears me when I call. God knows our name. And he hears us when we call. He gives us sound decision. Hallelujah. Proverbs chapter 11 verse 3. NIV says, the integrity of the upright guides them. Can I hear someone say, guides them. But the unfaithful are destroyed by their duplicity. The word duplicity comes from the word double, double standard. You live different, different. They know you hear different, they know you hear different. May you be consistent in your consistency. 
in the name of Jesus. They will try and move you around. But somebody say, I will move. I'm unmovable. I'm unshakable. I am hidden in Christ. That's not my anointed and do my prophets no harm. Somebody lift up your hand and say, I'm anointed. Say, I'm king and priest. Do you know that God doesn't limit that to the pastor in the church? You are king, say you are priest. May you receive your divine heritage. May you receive your sensitive rights and privileges in God. In the name of Jesus. Look at what I've just done. I'll pay for it. Proverbs chapter 11, verse 3. The integrity of the upright guides them, but the unfaithful are destroyed by their duplicity. First Kings chapter 9. I love this. Look at this. First Kings chapter 9, verse 4 and 5. As for you, if you will walk before me faithful, faithfully with integrity of heart. Can I hear somebody say integrity of heart? Integrity of heart and uprightness, as David your father did. Do all I command and observe my decrees and laws, I will establish your royal throne over Israel forever. As I promised David your father when I said, you shall never fail to have a successor on the throne of Israel. God was promising Solomon, if you will walk with me as your father did in integrity, I, Jehovah, I will establish your throne forever. Tell me who can destroy Solomon's throne. God told Solomon, the wisdom that I'm giving you, before you and after you, there will be nobody who will receive it. I pray for you that the promises of God in scriptures will catch up with you. You know the cost to you? Obedience. Tell your neighbor, whatever he says, do it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Whatever he says, do it. That's the first thing integrity will do for you. The second thing integrity will do for you, you will enjoy God's protection. I can't tell you how much you need God's protection in this evil world. We live in a world of evil. You don't need to do anybody anything wrong for them to conspire against you. Because of your righteousness, your right standing, you're seeking the truth. They are conspiring against you. They will fail wherever they are. I said they will fail wherever they are. Somebody shout and receive it. Proverbs chapter 10, verse 9, ESV. Whoever walks in integrity walks securely, but he who makes his ways crooked will be found out. Whoever walks in integrity, you walk securely. When you are walking, there are angels around you. When you are sleeping, they are all over. When the witches come in the atmosphere, they are shut down. Anyone who is planning evil for you, may that evil return to them. Sometimes when they try you and they can't, then they go to your children. May they eat their evil. I said, may they eat their evil. In some families, certain things don't happen. In some families, certain things don't happen. One pastor was sharing. I don't want to mention his name, but some of you will know him. He said, 
His grandfather died of a particular disease. His uncle died of that same disease. His father also died of that same disease. And when he was 43 years old, the enemy came and said to him, I will kill you just as I killed your father. And he told the enemy, you can't kill me. Somebody lift up your hand and say, you can't kill me. Do you know that the Bible says, I will give you a mouth and wisdom that none of your adversaries can gainsay nor resist. This mouth that we have is not for only food. This mouth is to prophesy. Somebody prophesy. I will not die. But I will live to fulfill my ministry and to fulfill my calling. What are you talking about? I will fulfill my calling. Say it to yourself. I will fulfill my calling. You will fulfill your calling in that marriage. That son is not going wayward. God will bring him back. I say God will bring him back. Somebody shout and receive it. The one who walks in integrity walks securely. Number three, let me give you quickly before time is flying. God will help us. There's deliverance available to the one who walks in integrity. Watch this. In Proverbs chapter 28 verse 18 of ESV, the Bible says, whoever walks in integrity will be delivered. Whoever walks in integrity will be delivered. I like what he said in the book of Micah. Rejoice over me, not my enemy. For if I fall, I will rise again. Somebody will rise again. Somebody, you are coming back. You are not going to fall. Where and rest where you are, God will bring you back. The righteous who walks in integrity will be delivered. And then you see people going for deliverance service. They leave their church. When they are organizing prayer meeting on Wednesday... Then they go to London Excel because there's some great man of God coming <laughs> from somewhere who is also going to take the Bible and read. You are not going to your cell meeting. You are chasing some men of God whose life you don't even know. May the Lord deliver us. From today, may you be addicted to this book. My son, attend to my word. Incline thy ear unto my saying. Keep it in the midst of your heart. Let it not depart from your eyes. For it is life. Can I hear somebody say it is life? It is life to those who find it. And it's held to all their flesh. The Bible. Intentionally seeking God. Encountering him through his word. Will bring you deliverance. The last point I want to give you, and then we shall pray. Every time I share this scripture, it reminds me of, I was doing some ministry in Kenya, and they took me to this big, nice hotel. Very beautiful place. And then I look at the place, I said, who built this place? And they pointed the man whose picture was there. I said, where is he? The man is dead. So after all this, you are gone, and that building will probably go into his children, and they'll be fighting over it. Let me show you true inheritance. Integrity 
makes you leave a lasting legacy to your children. Proverbs chapter 20 verse 7 ESV and then we shall pray. I want that to be projected on the screen and then we can all read it. Proverbs 20 and verse 7 ESV Let's all read it. Ready? Go. The righteous who walks in his integrity, blessed are his what? Children. Let's read it again. The righteous who walks in his blessed are Oh, so this is the best legacy to leave my children. If I want to leave a lasting legacy, my walking in integrity, I don't have to worry when I'm dying because God will take care of my children. Makes you remember the scriptures, I think in Proverbs 20, 22, verse 1. Say, A good name is rather to be chosen than great riches. Do you know that your name tells a story? In business, we call it brand. How many of you know Mandela's house? Is it relevant? But do you know the name? I pray for you today that God will give you a good name. A good name is a name that is grounded in integrity, in purity of heart.